Hi, I'm Charles. I'm Christine. And, and we, we eat stuff. Hello, boys and girls, and welcome to the podcast, We Eat Stuff and Talk About Things. My name is Christine Guthrie, and I am one half of We Eat Stuff. In this podcast, we are seeking out people in St. Louis related to food, cooking, drinking, and eating. This is the second half of a two-part roundtable that features three local bartenders. Today, we have Rebecca Schaff and Naomi Roquet from Reed's American Table. Now, you'll notice that I said it was three bartenders, but you'll have to check out the first half of this episode when we had Nikki from the Scottish Arms joining these other ladies. Thank you for tuning in, and please enjoy this conversation with Nikki, Rebecca, and Naomi. Stereotypes are all over the place, and I know I do too, I'm guilty of it, but like, yeah. life would be so much better for everyone if we were just kind to everybody. Yeah, just be, yeah. what is it? <laughs> be excellent to one another? Yes, yes <laughs> truly, like, Who don't knew? question or don't say, oh, you don't fit in this box I have of you in my brain, right. so you must not know because exactly. I know everything right. because I've grown up in, Yeah, maybe you know, be humble. Maybe be humble for a second and just Take not... someone at their their value. Right, exactly. Yeah. Without, like, you know, whatever. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, thanks. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Fun. Yeah. The next half hour is going to feature Naomi and Becca getting stupid. Oh yeah, that sounds awesome. I'm gonna go get my back adjusted because oh, that also sounds chiropractors nice. are awesome. I'm gonna run to the restroom, then I'm gonna hug you. Uh, okay. okay, my uh, restroom. Okay, welcome to the second half of women in industry, St. Louis, 2018 style. Becca and the gnome and waffles and waffles. You can call me B Money if you want. I've been rolling with that nickname for a while. B Money. Yep. <laughs> Since Starbucks. <laughs> I'm so professional. <laughs> what else do you want to talk about? Oh, man. Actually, like, I want to talk about you a little bit. I felt like most of it was Nicole and I, um, just because we've been in the industry longer, but... <clears throat> Waffles wow. is having his best day. <laughs> <laughs> Belly rubs. So, what... So, I met you... Two, three years three ago. Three years ago. Um, in Newtown, St. Charles. Newtown at St. Charles. Yes, at St. Charles. Um, and you were always a very excitable person. You still are. <laughs> um, what is it about, like, food and cocktails and stuff that excites you? It's a great question. I love experiencing things. I was just talking to Will about this the other day. That's why. Well... Growing pains in general. Um, I just get excited about things and learning about things. Um, I love to eat. I've always loved to eat and try new things. Um, so when we met and you were doing your thing at the Libertine, I was like, what? what is this even? I have a weird background too. And actually, this is full circle that we're doing this podcast right now because I'm in a, almost like a paradigm shift. Or a pendulum swing of, like, where I was. And then through the last few years, being this, like, 
independent woman doing whatever the heck I want. Yeah. I was in a marriage that was abusive for almost a decade. And a lot of good things came from it. And I'm, you know, at peace with all of those things. But when we met or when I started following the St. Louis food scene again, um, I didn't go out. We didn't do anything. Yeah. I cooked at home. I'm watching all the TV shows and reading all the magazines and, ooh, I want to go to this place. I want to go to this place. And it never happened. So when we split and I left, I started doing all the things that I didn't get to do before. And it was around the time that we met, which is ironic. Yeah. So I was like, tell me everything. (laughs) It was very intense. It was quite intense. We had a whole thing. She trained me where I like, you know... (laughs) I'd be quiet or, like, wouldn't hug her if she didn't want to be hugged. <laughs> or, you know, Becca, calm your tits. I'm like, okay, okay, you're right. <laughs> Still, to this day, it actually works really well. <laughs> um, but I was able to start experiencing the stuff I loved so much again. And um, it was really cool to see you go through, you know, the different places you went through and... You getting challenged to, you know, try new things yourself, come up with new ideas and you experiencing something new and you would tell me about it. And I would, you know, I felt like I was experiencing things vicariously through you, which is super cool. And now I get to work for you and it's the best. I love it. I do too. No, like I saw like, you know, you working at Pangea, like I saw like all the effort and stuff that you put into that place and you know you'd have me try your cocktails and do this stuff and like you're very creative like you love cooking which is part of the reason why I feel I'm good at what I do is because Mm -hmm. I always loved cooking and that's what it is it's basically putting the greens together that you know work together and find a balance like oh I need less of this but more of this or whatever Mm -hmm. and then occasionally challenging myself being like well I'm gonna make this work what do I need to do? And it doesn't always work, but, you know, right. I'm trying to challenge it. But, like, I loved the fact that, like, you, you know, you're organized, you're clean, which I totally need. And <laughs> <laughs> I got you, boo. <laughs> and, you know, like, I can trust you to, you know, make stuff if I need you to or whatever. Like, I still have a little bit, like, control issues where I just want to do everything but I don't feel as much of that with you like I still want to do it because I don't want to overwhelm you at the same time but you know like I think it's great and I couldn't be luckier that you're working for me because I I don't ever get to see you more and now I get to see all the time yeah well Well, except I mean at work like two two days a week yeah this is the first time since I started working for her that we actually got to hang out outside of work yeah (laughs) because when she's there I'm not and when I'm there she's not so it kind of sucks but, but no, it's great, and everyone loves you, and you do a great job, you just, and you're excitable, and I feel like that's something that <clears throat> sometimes lacks in the industry, because mm. it's so, there are so many places, so we need so much staff, and it's all spread thin, and more places are opening up, so now we need even more people to join the industry, mm-hmm. and some people are just doing it for the money, which is fine, but at the same time, it's like, to really make a place work, you need to be excited about it. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Oh, and I'm excited about it. <laughs> she cries a lot out of excitement. Um, <laughs> but our manager I- pulled us aside the other day because we were standing right in front of Chef. And he almost told me something and then decided it was in our best interest to tell me away from Chef. 
that he was working on something new and he knew how excited I'd be about it. So he, <laughs> he pulled me aside so I didn't make an ass of myself. <laughs> Thanks, Zach. <laughs> but, um, so, like, what... Like, have you... I mean, I know you've, you've seen some of issues of being a female mm-hmm. behind the bar. Like, how do you feel about it? And, like, how do you deal with it? Um, well, coming from a professional background until the last year and a half or so, um, being always professional and always dealing with, I mean, not just, you know, a sexist situation or, um, problem parents or dealing with people in a professional way that come from a very different mindset than me. Yeah. Um, I'm used to that and seeing the business side of things like that trumps everything not to the point because i feel like for sure with bless you bless you waffles my goodness um wanting to represent the business ball at all times even when there are situations there's a tiny spider on you ah! get it sorry me. stop stop no i, I, I got it i got it i got it okay okay sorry <laughs> sorry everybody i just knew i was trying to i just knew Sorry. Um, I don't like spiders. Dealing with things in a professional manner, even when it's not ideal. Like, you know, cutting somebody off or someone saying something offensive. And, like, how do you defend yourself? Yeah. Or, you know, stick up for someone else, even, in a professional manner. That's a really fine line and a really tricky thing Yeah. to maneuver. Um, as a person who had um an emotionally abusive relationship for so long that has been really hard I mean learning just life again in general like sticking up for myself in situations or it's not you it's me I just want to do this myself because I didn't get to do this myself you know like having my own place paying my own bills making my own life choices um that make me happy yeah has been um a really amazing experience um, how that translates to work is my instant, like, if if I hear someone say something offensive to me, I, if I was not at work, I would lose it. Yeah. Like, no, you don't get to talk to me like that. Is there a way to say that, you know, in a professional environment? I think so. There is, and it, it is hard, because it's like, yeah, you don't want to, like, Ever reflect negatively on yeah. the restaurant. But at the same time, it should never be an issue. And sometimes, you know, like, sometimes it's easier and probably safer to get a male manager involved because the guys are going to be more responsive to that. Mm-hmm. But we should be able, and that's an unfortunate thing, but it's a societal thing. Like, right. What we've been talking about all day. Yeah. Like, how do you, it's, Yeah. And sometimes, like, I learn to fight my battles, and sometimes I just kind of laugh it off or whatever. Or just, like, even when, like, I cocktail waitress at Luke, Lucas Park Grill, mm-hmm. like, occasionally, like, I would have, like, a guy, like, we'd be busy, and some guy would grab my ass. And I would slap his hand away, and I'd be like, again, I don't want to cause a scene. Mm-hmm. Everyone's drunk. Um, so it's like I'd slap his hand away, and I'd be like, that one's for free. Next time you fucking pay. Woo. And then I just walk away. Look at so. this hard ass, my friend. <laughs> Damn. Have you seen that video rolling around of this 
similar situation. It was not full, but it was like a sports bar. And this chick was wearing shorts. And this guy walked by and grabbed her ass. And she went full, like, I don't know. MMA on him. Yeah. Like flipped him over <laughs> a bar stool and like just knocked his lights out. And I was like, you go, girl. Again, that's a much more relaxed atmosphere. Yeah. <laughs> than the ones we're dealing with. But. Oh, yeah. Well, no, and I, I didn't. There was one night where I was cocktail waitressing and it was slow and nothing, like the guy didn't do anything to me, but I'm sitting there cleaning up a table because we did bottle service on Thursdays and uh, I was the only one. <laughs> I was the only one that worked on Thursdays at the time. And <laughs> Waffles won't leave me alone. Uh, <laughs> I love you, Waffles. Um, and also, I, there was a group of girls that had a bottle service, and I hear them freaking out. So I, like, put everything down cause, uh, from the table I was trying to clean up. And I walk over there, and there was this drunk dude. And there's cranberry juice everywhere, all over this one girl. And I was like, I didn't know what to do. Like, I, cause there, we only had one bouncer and he was at the door on the opposite side of the bar. And again, I want to protect my guests. Right. So I just was like, um, I looked at one of the bartenders and like they threw towels at me. I threw it over and then I grabbed the guy by his shirt Whoa. and started dragging him. I might have anger issues. But <laughs> but I grabbed him by his shirt, and I was like, you need to get the fuck out of here. And he's just like, blah, blah, blah. and I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm dragging him. And he tries to, like, he's a little bit stronger than me. And he goes, I'm dragging him by his friend, and he tries to go up to his friend, and his friend doesn't know what's going on. Well, I, I'm pretty sure he did, actually. But and I was just like, I was like, no, you're coming with me. The next thing I know, he's pulling his shirt off because that's what I'm grabbing. So I just grabbed him by his arms and started dragging him. Look at you. And then finally, like, the finally <laughs> the bouncer saw what was happening. And he comes running over, knocks down a chair that lands on my foot, <laughs> and kick, kicks the guy out because uh, he didn't ask questions. Like, obviously, I wouldn't do that for right. no reason. Right. But, yeah, kicks the guy out. And then he comes up. He's like, what happened? I told him. He's like, no, you don't ever do that. I'm like, why not? He's like, you could have gotten hurt. I'm like, I don't care. <clears throat> I don't care. Like, just because I'm female right. doesn't mean, like, you're a guy, so you can do that? Right. Cool. Like, I was supposed to sit here and wait for the sexual harassment to finish taking place before I did yeah. something about it? I'm waiting like, for you to be free? Yeah. Like, no. There, I would do that, too. There's another... I had so many experiences right. there. There's another night where, like, you know, I was yelling at a guy because he kept going in the roped-off area where we get our drinks, mm-hmm. and we had problems with people taking drinks that were for, like, guests at tables or whatever, so no one was allowed in there, and this guy kept going in there, and I just, you know, usually the first time, I'd be like, hey, like, I'm really sorry, this is not a VIP area or anything, like, this is for... People who are working. Right. So you need to go. And, but he just kept going there. So finally I just lost it. And I'm screaming in his face. And we were, we were packed that night too. I'm just screaming in his face, like looking up at him because I'm short and he's tall. And one of the bouncers comes up to like take care of the situation. And I looked at him like, I got this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, no. And I screamed at him and he finally, the guy left. Next time I saw him, he was like, oh man, this is a girl that like put me in my place, blah, 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 blah. like, and like, he was cool with me after that, but I'm just like, at the same time, I was like, yeah, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm super cool until you go into my fucking ropes. Right. So just don't do it. Right. But like, again. Oh, that could be, that's figurative for many things. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. 
Like, I don't care. Like, if you want to look at me, if you want to whatever, I don't, I don't give a shit. I could be wearing a fucking turtleneck and a guy could sexually yeah. harass me. Like, like I, that was my argument in my whole life. Like, I mean, I don't dress suggestively most of the time by any means, but God, if I feel like wearing something super sassy, I'm going to, that doesn't give you the right to touch me. Yeah. Like, you can look, whatever. I don't care. Don't touch me. My space is my space. I dress like that for myself. Yeah. Right. Like if you want to say something stupid or nasty to me, you can just go fuck off. I'm gonna walk away, and I don't care. Like, you're you're an asshole. But like, it's harder, you know. Like again, when you're working, it's like you're stuck. Right. Like, how do you how do you balance that? And having a good team and a good support system is really important. Yeah. Like I said the other day, it wasn't anything over the top, but. I was so pissed. Yeah. By these idiot old men trying to like, I mean, they came in with the express purpose of, I don't know what, I don't know what end could have resulted in them being happy. They just wanted to flirt. Yeah. But we were busy. We had shit going on. Yeah. Like, what can I get for you? Okay, I'll make that. That sounds gross, but I'll make it for you. <laughs> it was like a Negroni with like, what? Something weird in it. Do you I remember? Don't remember. No. It was like Big O or, I don't know. I mean, anything with Big O is great. Trust me, but <laughs> it was something weird. Like, I want a Negroni, but not with that. Can we make it with bubbly instead? Or something stupid. Yeah. Okay, yeah, fine. And then they kept trying to reach over and talk. Like, you're doing a great job. Oh, don't ever say that to me. Thank you. Add you're caressing me. Like, what do you think is going to happen? I'm going to jump over the bar and say, take me now, you brute. Come on. You almost got kicked out, man, for being creepy. Just don't do it. Um, like, I've learned to kind of deal with most of it. I've told guys before, I'm like, hey, that's a little inappropriate. Like, I prefer you not to talk like that or whatever. Oh, nice. But, and it usually it usually works if they start giving me sass and I just look at them like, no, I'm not. I'm not fucking kidding. Like, I'm you, not. Folks, she just widened her eyes to the <laughs> highest point of widening. No, do it again. No, I'm, I'm not, not kidding. fucking kidding. No, I'm not mm-hmm. fucking kidding. <laughs> That's what it looks like. <laughs> but I do, like, I, I feel, I, I do let a lot of things slide just because I've, one thing I've learned, like, even, I would love to go back, go back to the beginning where I just didn't even notice it. mm like, wouldn't life be so similar? Right? Like, I just didn't even notice it until people started bringing it up, and then all of a sudden I started paying attention, and it's like, oh. So now it's, I'm at the point where, like, yes, I do have my anger issues where I can lose it. You know, I've kicked people out and screaming and cussing and stuff when it's come to a point where I just can't do it anymore. But I do let a lot of things slide because it's also not worth my time or energy. It's like, you know, I tell people all the time, like, you know, it's a very relevant thing in this industry for people to have anxiety and depression and stuff like that, which Mm -hmm. is why we drink a lot of booze or whatever, which is not the The answer, right? but, um, you know, so finding the balance between that and stuff like that, but like, I, you know, I remind people like when they're like super upset about something and they're letting it take over their lives be like do you care about that person and they're like no I'm like then don't give a shit right just don't care who cares like it's not it doesn't matter because what you're doing by being angry and mm-hmm. holding on to it or lashing out is you're letting them have control over 
your life. I do think that what we do would be really hard, and this might be because I'm a woman, but it's a really empathetic job. Yeah. Like, it's our job. Like, if people come to sit at a bar and drink, they want interaction, they want conversation, and how many times do, like, real-life things come up? Like, we always know something. I had a couple come in on Sunday. Kids are gone and grandparents all night. We came here to live large. Let's awesome. do it then. <laughs> I will tell you exactly what to do, exactly what to drink. We're going to yeah. make this happen. They had four courses. They got no mulattas. Here for a limited time only, folks. Very delicious. Four rums and fresh pineapple juice. <laughs> um, they, they, they lived their life to the fullest at this bar, but I learned a lot about them through that. You know, mm-hmm. like good bartenders do have that connection. You know, yeah. if... If you're sad and you're bummed out and you might have a couple of drinks and you go to a bar where the bartender doesn't give two shits about you, you're never going to go back. No. You know, like, that's part of the relationship. Why do we love John so much at the wine bar? Yeah. Because he gives us shit. Yeah. Shout out, John Mordbar. <laughs> yeah, no, but he's, it's, he's it's sassy a, and fun, but he's also really kind. really cares about us. Yeah. You know, like, he is a friend. Yeah. So... To be that person is hard. I had a flip verse. Okay. So, like, the women thing, that's one thing. Because we are historically, you know, amongst other groups of people. Yeah. Um, Not treated equally. Especially in that situation. Yeah. I had the inverse situation happen last weekend where there was a couple. The woman was... Basically, what my ex did to me, she was doing to oh, her I remember husband. The yeah. And I was so dumbfounded. And we know all these things happen. Yeah. But to be so demonstrative in a busy place in public and, like, yelling at somebody, I felt as uncomfortable yeah. as I have been in other situations. Like, again, what's the line? It's kind of a sad truth, like, depressing. Like, yeah. it wasn't my place to say anything. She wasn't, like, actually physically, like assaulting him because if that were taking place I'd be like I probably would have said something yeah but it was just like like I saw all these warning signs like but also I think that's what makes I mean our experiences are what makes us who we are yeah what makes us good bartenders or good you know like I've been in situations on the other side of the bar where the bartender stuck up for me or um bouncers or you know different situations like that no, like, we talk a lot, so we talk a lot about, like, women and how we are not, you know, considered, or, I don't know, like, we're, we're not treated as equals. We're not for the most part as equals. We are, that, this is a generalization. Yes. Because there are places where we are. Right. And, you know, we're and I'm not saying them. that if a, if a publication posts something, you know, does something on a woman, that they're just doing it for the fact that... They They're have a woman to. And they have to. We yeah, are like I feel. By like, the way, we are in one of those places. I feel. Yeah. Oh I feel no. Super. Yeah. No, like yeah. Reeds is definitely a place that like they as long as you're great at what you do, that's gender all that matters. Matter, right? Yeah, gender, color, nothing, nothing matters. matters. Um, but you know, like, and there's other there's a lot of other places like that, and like I said, just because a woman is you know has you know, gets an article written up about them isn't necessarily because of the fact that they're female and they feel like they need to. Like, I'm not putting down those people because a lot of those people deserve it. But you do read articles. And our pioneers. Yeah. Yeah. And you do, but you do sometimes read articles where it's like, uh, I read something, I I don't remember who it was through, it doesn't even matter, but 
uh, when I was the uh, the women's chair, the equality chair for oh, right. for the St. Louis chapter of the USBG, like when USBG. <laughs> Um, I was in charge of making sure that I posted stuff on our Facebook page about, like, different articles of women and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, and that's when it started becoming a little more depressing, um, because it was really hard to find, Mm -hmm. and some of the articles I posted were great, they were very uplifting, and there was others where they focused too much on the negativity of being a woman, which I still think is needs to be spoken out about. Mm-hmm. Um, or it's like, I found this one article, which I did not post, because of the way it was written, it was like, top, you know, top bartenders across the country. Plus a woman. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Like, it was like, oh man, this guy in this city is doing this. Da, 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 da. This guy, this guy, this guy. Oh, and then there's this lady, she works here. There's this lady, she works here. And it's like, we, it's like it was an afterthought. Like, well, we must throw some women in there. Like, that's how it read. And maybe it's because I think about it more. Mm-hmm. Oh, possibly. Yeah. Still, I mean, but still, as a reality. Yeah, as a reality, it is. Like I just read a, an article recently. Um, a chef from New York. She was writing about how. Uh, she was writing about basically what we're talking about, mm-hmm. and she's like, you know, she listed off off the top of her head like sixty five or something female chefs in New York. That have never been written about. And I'm sure they're amazing. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's a, it's a reality, but it also isn't necessarily always as extreme. But at the same time, like, I did a, a podcast with this other uh, group in the Quad Cities. And they brought me up to talk about the fight for women and how, you know, how, you know, the difficulties we go through um, behind the bar. But I made sure to mention that it's not just women. It's minorities, which Nicole brought up earlier about Thomas, who is total badass, trans, and sometimes even men, you know, Mm -hmm. like it's, it's, there's definitely more of a struggle for, uh, anyone that's not a a white male, Mm -hmm. but, um, and that needs to, that needs to be fixed. Like that needs to change, but at the same time. We can't overlook the white male either. Because they do, like, yes, they get more publications. Yes, they get more, you know, awards or whatever. But there are still times where women will come in. Like, if you're a handsome man, women, ladies, you know, like, Mm -hmm. cougars, whatever, they will totally sexual (laughs) harass you out of your ass. And it's like, it's not different, you know, Mm -hmm. like. You know, some guys don't care about that, and that's fine. Just like some girls don't care about about it, you know. But, like, at the same time, it still happens. And none of it's okay. Right. Like. For sure. But. Hmm. Something I wanted to ask when Nicole was still here, and it, I was reminded by it, uh, reminded of it because of this ridiculous text I just got from my boyfriend. <laughs> Edible potting soil. Oh, yeah. It's a cake. Ah. <laughs> it's a surprise for somebody tomorrow. That's okay. supposed to look just like an yeah. actual pot of flowers. But it's not. It's a cake, guys. <laughs> He's a genius, folks. <laughs> I think he used Meltradextin. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, what I was going to ask both of you earlier was, I, our, our significant others are very supportive of what we yeah. do. But I, I feel like 
especially, I don't know Nicole as well, but I know especially between the two of us, they're super supportive of literally anything we could think of to do. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter, like, oh, I'm so proud of you, you did this. It's like, no, I'm fucking proud of you. Like, you're doing crazy awesome things. It has nothing to do with our gender. Yeah. And I think that's so cool. I just want to talk about that for a second. Oh, yeah. No, Nick is, I mean, like, Nick gets overwhelmed and I get overwhelmed and we talk about everything. And, uh, but he's always, like, he's always excited for me and, you know, wants me to, he just wants me to be happy Mm -hmm. is really what it is. And, like, I remember uh, when I hired him, which is how we started dating. I'm sorry, say what? (laughs) It's a great story. I just want to hear it over again. I totally know it. I just want to hear it. (laughs) No, we had had known each other for a couple of years uh, just through the USBG and different events. We'd run into each other, but... Um, he had left his job and was working some to go somewhere else and that fell through. So he was just working random jobs and last holiday season, I knew I needed help. Mm-hmm. Like I had a bartender, but there was things I was doing and stuff like that. So everyone's like, doing, that's the worst. I know. Extra stuff to do. Yeah. But more business. Yeah. So it's like, I reached out to him cause I knew that he was good at what he did or does um, and ask him if he would like to work for me, like, you know, once a week or whatever it was. And I was almost a year ago. I know. I feel my gray hair is just popping out all over my head. <laughs> and, uh, and he was like, yeah, you know, he's like, I'll totally do that. And we end up, uh, first night of him coming in to kind of train and feel out the bar. Not that I had to train him how to bartend, but train him how to do things behind my bar. We went next door to uh, Crow's Nest. Caca! And <laughs> I need to go there. Um, and started talking and just like, it was just like almost immediate. We were like. I know. Because you came to me either that night or like the next day and you were like, uh, I gotta tell you something. Yeah. So <laughs> like a week later we like. Yeah. Was the day that we like confessed that we had crushes on each other mm-hmm. or whatever. And, and then you I went, to, went to the zoo, and you did all these cute dates, and I can't even talk about and it. And I gained so much weight, so we ate so <laughs> much food. And I can't lose it. It's fine. I'm happy. Um, You're beautiful. You're beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> You're beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but yeah, no, we fell in love, and it was great. But, like, he, you know, it, it was really sweet when we first started, like, hanging he out. He sees you as an equal. Yeah, he, he always has, and he even said that he was like, well, uh, when I asked him, he was like, well, yeah, of course. Like, he respected what I did. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> so there's always been that, because I always respected what he did, too. Like, he's fucking fantastic at what he does and deserves, you know, just as much praise as anyone else, um, if not more. But yeah, I love him. I love you, goobers. Love you, Nicky Poo. <laughs> I still can't decide. I went and saw him, you know, a couple weeks ago and had Publico for the first time. But with your no Malata and then his funky name, Malata, that I really enjoyed. I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> they were so different, but so good. Like, I just thought that was so cool. Yeah. No, it's the same. I mean, well, I'm a musician as is well. But, like, he... Well, it's like over the moon that I was going to reads and like he really does want to hear about, you know, what's going on and what's going on there and what's Naomi up to. Like he, 
I, I just love that we found people that, again, dealing with this every day. Yeah. Which, if I told him half the stuff <laughs> that I deal with on a daily basis as a woman, he would be not okay. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, don't share everything. Um, but that they are so supportive of whatever the hell we put our minds to. Yeah. No, there are definitely, there are some really, there's a lot of talent overall Mm -hmm. in St. Louis. Um, There are some people that get too much praise. Um, But, I mean, that's kind of the name of the game. The way that things work, Mm -hmm. especially here in St. Louis, is all about hype. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you have the money to uh, pay someone or whatever to get the hype, to get the hype, yeah, you're you're gonna get a lot of accolades and like you're gonna get a lot of prom- promos and mm-hmm. write ups or whatever it is. And it, in the meantime, there's a culture. I was gonna say subculture, <laughs> <laughs> and I can say this as a professional. A person who's been following the safe food, St. Louis food <laughs> industry for a long time. There's oh, a she lot obsesses of, over it. There's a lot of other people doing amazing things that may not get write-ups. Yeah. And that that's frustrating to me. Um, I know it's, you know, frustrating to, to a lot of other people, too. And it's like, again, it's not that the people who are getting write-ups don't necessarily deserve it. Right. But why is it always that? It's always the same people. Yeah. I'll be at one. Lauren, Nalik, we got you, boo. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> Food and Wine Magazine. New storefront in Webster Gross. Wow. <laughs> I can get donors anytime I want. I'm so excited. And it's a woman-based business. Yeah. I can't, I'm over the moon about it. I mean, like I said on my last podcast, sorry, I just went, I just went deep. Uh, she went Becca. I totally, totally revealed my true self. I just went like, it's like alien, alien for a second. Actually, Leviathan, like it just jumped out of my chest and there's nothing I could do to stop it. Um, Lauren, like it's not just bartending, but like women in the industry. Yeah. You know, like how many women chefs are here in St. Louis? So many. So many. And most people don't know about them. And this humble, deliciously amazing food truck got national press and now is um opening a storefront and i will be there all the time if you have not had balkan treat box it's the get jam. over yourselves it's <laughs> delicious that's all it's so good all right i need to leave you because i have to get to the job that you paid me for oh yeah you gotta <laughs> go run my bar tonight i do all right well uh thank you everyone for listening uh Thank you, Who Nicole. would have thought in a million years that we got to sit here and talk on a microphone where people would actually listen? Because this is our normal lives. <laughs> this is what we would do at 1230 after Naomi got off at work. Yeah. But usually it's me crying and be like, you're doing what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't worry, everyone. The goat cheese uh, cocktail should be back by yeah. the time the season cools off. Yep. I'm doing a, another one in the fall. So it's a momsy. Uh, it's a Madeira, a plan. It's a Madeira-based cocktail, and then I do some kind of reduction. I already have an idea for uh, the fall one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just sound like the Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> 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 um, 
But yeah, so this time around, usually I've been using Chardonnay and then other like fruits and like spices and stuff for the reduction. But this time it's going to be a red wine. Um, with dark. I'm not going to tell you what's in it yet. But, it's going to be great. But I always do that. And then a goat cheese whipped cream on top that tastes like cheesecake. Mama. Um, I believe this one I'm going to do a honey goat cheese whipped cream. <laughs> so And then a little bit of like sea salt on top to kind of cut through a little bit. Tastes like drinking pie. I wish there was a camera right now because this is our friendship in a nutshell. I'm staring <laughs> with rapt attention as she talks about her cocktails. <laughs> but thank you everyone for listening. And have a girl power. Girl powers. Girls forever. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I'm Christine Guthrie with We Eat Stuff. And this has been another episode of We Eat Stuff and Talk About Things. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts. I would also like to encourage everyone to join our Patreon page, which you can find at patreon.com slash weeatstuff. There, you can become a sponsor of this podcast and all the work we do and be rewarded with cool stuff. We appreciate your support. Please join us next week for another interview. But in the meantime, go out there and eat stuff. Bye. Bye.